0: Okay, I'm going to start the music right now.
1: Okay, that's great. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music, and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go!
0: early on my hay, but that was okay Boop. 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 this is asinine radio this is the weekly music podcast this is the one where we take the album of the week and we're doing black flags damaged and we uh actually we take the artist of the week and we rank all of their records from the worst best to their best and this week we're going to do all of black Flags seven records and possibly their eps and uh, my name is tyler way out there hundreds of miles away way out there in the ether is Jeff Uh, go to iTunes go rate, review and subscribe to us on there follow us on social media at Asinite Radio now Jeff uh, let's jump let's jump into this do we do we want to do the how do we want to do the rankings (laughs) with the EPs and the full lengths Um, what do you want to
1: do I mean I ranked the EPs along with the full lengths so if there's if there's um, if there's anything that I want to talk about we, we could we could we could do so I guess I don't know Okay, We'll, we'll play it by okay, ear I
0: I didn't really do that I just ranked the EPs I know we kind of talked about Putting them in between them all But I just I couldn't I couldn't do it I just It was too tough for me to Throw them in there With the albums It was Okay so, um, so you
1: have You have your EP rankings then?
0: I have my EP rankings Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I mean mine are also ranked Because I, I, I highlighted them in blue So I know they're EPs
0: Oh okay Okay you just want to run through those really quick, and then we'll go through the LPs. Yeah,
1: I guess we're not doing the Tom DeLonge thing anymore. But yeah, we can do the EPs oh, real quick. Shit, I'm no, let's just do it. It's I, fine. No, I'm no, sorry. It's, no, no, it's no, no okay. let's do
0: it. No, you you got three of them. I I I, I blank. I, I did the them. work, sorry. and it's not a big deal. It's fine. We can just <laughs> kill it. It's fine. it's fine. It's done. It's over. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have our six degrees of the with Tom DeLonge. Before we do that, before we do that, before we do the Black Flag stuff, we're going to do our six degrees with Tom DeLong. If you don't know what that is, look up the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Same idea, but with Tom DeLong. We're taking the artist of the week connecting it to Tom boom there you go I I didn't have time to do it uh, but uh, Jeff has a few so let's get into that what do you got
1: this uh, this week was like an easier one this this, this was a, a fairly easy one but um, I I kind of I kind of kept a little theme here so so Ron Reyes, he played drums in a band called Red Cross with this guitarist yes. named Greg hetson Greg hetson okay. has done a lot of of, of music, he's been in a lot of bands, but mostly with Bad Religion as their longtime guitarist. Um, okay, I didn't know that. Brooks Wackerman has some stuff with Bad Religion. That that was that was my easy one, and then Brooks. Yeah, it, to Blink. That was my easy one.
0: Brooks is always, is always an easy connection.
1: So the next one, uh, I'll I'll do this one. This one. This one was a little fun. Uh, Keith Morris. Yep. Keith Morris was was in this band called Off with drummer Mario Rubalcaba. Mario was in Rocket from the Crypt and was replaced by Adam Willard. Ah, oh. Adam to Tom.
0: There you go. Look at that. So if you if you see the
1: theme, my third You're going drummers, baby. My third. Well, it was Black Flag singers, outside of Rollins. Oh. My, th- oh, okay. my, my third is Dez Dez Cadena. He was mm-hmm. in this band called The Gentlemen, in the late mm-hmm. '90s with Duff McKagan. Um Duff played drums for a band called the Farts. <laughs> 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 great were, band name.
0: Have you heard of this band? Never heard of the Farts, <laughs> but I love it. And I don't know why no other band has, has had that name. That is great. <laughs> it's it's spelled
1: F-A-R-T-Z, too. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's really good. But they were uh they were signed to Alternative Tentacles, uh Jello Offers label. Mm-hmm. uh t s o l was also signed to that label at some point so that was a, a, a leap for me there not not a direct connection it took you know i took my liberties with that one <laughs> um yeah, it's fine but at some point guitarist ron emery who played for TSOL, mm-hmm. TSOL also played with social d on occasion and then adam willard has played with uh, social oh, yeah, d with
0: social d that's right look at that two adam willards and one in one episode, that doesn't happen often.
1: I, I try to get I try to get all bla- all non Rollins Black Flag singers connected to Adam Willard, but by the time I got to the third one, because the the Brooks Wackerman one was my third one, and I was just I was I was too tired. I didn't want to do anymore. <laughs>
0: it is <laughs> a lot of work. <laughs> With some of these bands, it's a lot of work. Yeah. That was good though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that. All I right. did enjoy
1: that. So that's uh the EP. Let's just let's run through the
0: EPs real quick. And then we'll yeah we'll get we'll dive a little bit deeper into the LPs but yeah the EPs for sure first so what do you got for so wait how many they have 80 EPs. Three, four, have eight.
1: five six seven eight yeah eight EPs. yeah eight 80 EPs.
0: B L T eight EPs. what do you got for uh, number eight eight so the, let's
1: let's do them in blocks of let's do them blocks of four let's do like their four ones that you or maybe like two. I, I, like bottom two and top two, bottom two, and then just run through the four mids and then top two. How about that?
0: Okay, that's good with me. Yeah. All right,
1: so bottom two for me was their third EP, "I Can See You," that was 1989, and then mm-hmm. the the one right above it was their first EP from 1979. Um, "I Can See You," I, I was. It just had this like choppy sort of way about it. I think overall, this band is really cool and in incorporating a lot of like surf punk vibes. And just a lot of surf music in general into their music. I think that's rad. I can see it was mm-hmm. just there was just like nothing special about this whatsoever. Um, Nervous breakdown. That was their first EP. Keith Morris on vocals. This mm-hmm. was dumb, dude. This was I thought like okay, I guess anybody can just fucking throw an EP out and call it a day. And it was just well, yeah, dude. This was just dreadful for the sake of just being dreadful too. Like this was this was just dumb, irritating. <laughs>
0: Wait, the Keith Morris one you said, right? The yeah. first one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't it that one that one definitely was not the best one. But it has it has the best it has one of my favorite Black Flag songs. Wait, is it? I'm double checking. No way. I think it's this one. I don't think it's the Reyes one. Yeah, it's this one. That's it's silly. it's the song I've it's the song I've had it. And honestly, I, I only I only know this song because Cedric did a cover of it. On a on a Black Flag comp like ten years ago, and it was really good. So that I I knew that song. So I only knew like a handful of songs from Black Flag prior to this week. So therefore, you have to them. like
1: that version of the song. Yeah, because I I've heard it Yo, so many times. This, I've, I've the heard the Cedric one
0: so many times. I've heard the Cedric one so many times. It's good. It's not their best. It's their second best. I'm sorry. It's their second best song. Black Flag's second best.
1: That's you're <laughs> your, I'm already irritated with you. <laughs>
0: Okay, so my bottom two, uh, number eight, is Annihilate this week. Their seventh EP um, came out after they split. uh, Two years or three years after they broke up. It's just three live songs. It's really not bad at all. It's just not necessary. It's not, I I don't know, just why put out a live EP so many years, like just three years after? Just put out like a comp or something. I don't know. It just seems dumb, but whatever. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, number seven for me, real quick, is I Can See You. Their their last EP, their eighth one, and much of the same reason why I didn't really care for the first one because it was came out a few years after they broke up, and it's just it's not a live thing, but it was just like why why do you need to do it? It didn't really add anything to their discography for me. Just didn't really care for it. So there you go, not bad, okay. but don't care for it. So
1: I I so I, I think I kind of okay. So I I uh, so next to the. Uh, the EP I wrote EP I Can See You and then I wrote 3 slash 89 and when I was reading it right now I thought that was her third EP from 89 but what that mm. is is March of 89 mm. because some of these EPs put and an albums came out so close to each other that yeah. you needed to I I felt the need to date them so yeah
0: yeah put the month in there especially with the albums three in one year yeah
1: mm, eh, okay <laughs> Um, so yeah, I guess, I I guess my, my, my middle four, um, I don't think they've ever done anything that I thought was just absolutely bad outside of, I think nervous Breakdowns, probably the worst thing I think that they've done. But, um, I guess my middle four are minute flag. Um, this is the Mm -hmm. combo comp that they've done. Combo comp. (laughs) And I've got nothing against it. It's, it's a cool little thing to do, but I mean, I don't know. There's nothing here that I'm looking for in Black Flag. So, whatever. Uh, That was... Fuck, dude. That was their third to last. So, six. Six C P. Okay. Jealous again. This had Ron Ray's on vocals. This is so much better than Nervous Breakdown. Mostly because of the vocals and the guitar tone. Um, But, you know, whatever. I actually liked White Minority a lot on this. Typical fucking stupid shitty punk song. But I really liked it. It was kind of funny. Yeah um tv party rollins on vocals um it's fine six pack dez on vocals it's fine so those those are my middle four yeah like nothing here was was blew me away but uh Mm -hmm. i did rank some of these eps higher than other albums and i'll I'll get into that when we do the albums
0: yeah see that was i don't know i there's two this one was one of those few times where it was too difficult to rank the EP is within the records cuz cuz I usually like doing that but I just it was too difficult for this time for this one um <coughs> so my middle four uh minute flag this is the like you said 60p was the collaboration with uh the minutemen and this is the only time this, well this is like I guess technically what their fourth singer because D Boone did the vocals on one song so I guess that's his kind of a a fourth singer or no fifth singer. I'm sorry, he'd be the fifth singer, and uh, and then he died like shortly or right before the EP came out. He died. Yeah, well, he's so from the really the Minutemen band. Yeah, he was one of the he was the guitarist singer for that for the band, and then he died in a car accident out in Arizona. wasn't wearing a seatbelt, and the, the van flipped, and he uh, he died unfortunately.
1: I don't know if it's if that, it's if it's legit, but I mean, the Minutemen have an album called Double Nickels on a Dime, and it's fucking wildly influential and it's really good. But I think that's where Double Nickels Collective got oh, the their name from. Store? Yeah, the record store.
0: Uh, that could be. I mean, and and in Arizona where he died. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, so the next one here is uh, Nervous Breakdown, their first EP with Keith Morris on vocals. Uh, this was—it's not bad, but it's very much more straightforward 1970s punk. And it was—I mean. It, it was pleasant it's only what three four songs so it was pleasant <laughs> i know some Not of bad. these
1: were like fucking five minutes <laughs> yeah so it, it
0: wasn't i mean i didn't have a bad time listening to it it's just out of all the singers he's my least favorite singer
1: absolutely Keith Morris. easy
0: so and yeah and then he goes on to front like one of the most one of the most influential punk bands of all time the circle jerks which yeah. is crazy to think about well, they are though. They're they're wildly influential. They I, mean, are. I don't really I, care for them, but
1: I never got into them. I I never heard anything that made me want to get into them. So, but you know, I agree. same here.
0: Same here. So then uh, after that one, we got TV Party, fourth EP, first one with Rollins on Vox, and uh, it's just to, to me this is just a good extension of their first album, Damaged. It, it's I mean what one or two of the songs on this one are all on undamaged. Yeah and uh it's just good it's a good it's a solid Rollins EP I really I really like it so there's that one and then um the last last of the middle four is Jealous Again second EP with Ron Reyes on vocals uh I always hear really really great things about him about this EP and I I think I was a little underwhelmed because I've always heard so many good things about it and how people say he's better than Rollins was this EP is better than anything Rollins ever did and I just it's it's not it's good, but it's not <laughs> as good as some of these some of these full lengths. No way. I mean, that's just it's crazy boy talk. So, um so yeah, Jealous Again is, is my my third. So let's get into your number two. What do you got?
1: Number two for me is Annihilate This Week. I don't you you didn't you didn't like this oh. one. This is your least favorite, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Annihilate This the Week. Live this is their second to last, uh the last one they did. This is this was a little more bouncy, a little more a little more um not traditional of black flag style but what really set this apart for me was like the surf rock guitar sounds like that's there was so much of that in this and maybe just because it's live so there's more verb to it but like I said this band's done a really good job at at, at just growing up in Hermosa and being a band in Hermosa you're bound to get some of that that surf what that surf culture incorporated into your music And it's so subtle with this band. I fucking love that aspect. And there's a lot of things about this band that I absolutely love. And Annihilate this week was just an absolute perfect representation of a band. Like you can tell, based off of Annihilate this week, you can tell this band is from a coastal city.
0: I could see that, yeah. Like these guys were like, oh yeah,
1: we're from fucking Gary, Indiana. You're like, what the fuck? How do you sound like this? (laughs) But like no, we're from Hermosa. Makes sense. I get it. It's cool.
0: Yeah, they got the they got the pacing. They got the 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 quick the the quickness of the music, the upbeat music. It's it's very California based.
1: I, I'm I'm sure these guys. I'm sure these guys at some point were. I mean, they did claim to listen to a lot of like metal and glam metal and 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 stuff like that. But I guarantee you, they all love the Beach Boys. They all love surf rock. I guarantee you. Yeah, you know, or
0: at least it was something that they grew up with. Even if it's like a subconscious thing. But they would never like admit it, like the parents listened to it. No, not at all. It's way more cooler to say that you grew up listening to Black Sabbath than Dick Dale or something like that, or The Ventures or something. Okay, so that was your number two. Looks like our number one is going to be the same, but my number two is Six Pack. Third, their third EP, this is the one with uh, Des Kadena on, or Kadena on vocals. The only time he was on vocals... Um, and yeah i i thought this was like a a good departure from their first two eps like it was he his voice was very strained like i i thought it sounded very strained and then reading about it he was he was not a vocalist he didn't know how to sing he he fucked up his voice when he toured with black flag during this era yeah. as a vocalist he he had to he had to stop because he literally could not sing anymore because he just fucked up his vocal cords so bad but uh, but I, I mean, I think it translates really well on this EP. I think he did a great job. And then after this, he, he stayed on as a guitar player for a little bit and then left the band, was in The Misfits and a couple other bands. But yeah, I, I think this is a really solid, uh, really, really solid EP. I really dug this one. It totally surprised me because I thought the Ron Reyes one was going to be my favorite. And then this one came out of nowhere and just really, it was really good. So there you go. Six Pack is my number two EP. So what do you got for your number one? Or what do we have for our I,
1: number one? Yeah, I guess our number one is The Process of Weeding Out. That is that is their instrumental EP. <laughs> I don't even know why it's an EP. It's it's 30 minutes long. It's, it's it's 30 minutes, yeah. That's a fucking album, and it's only like four songs. And it's
0: fucking weird, dude. It's so bizarre. It
1: like, how did this happen? I loved it, though. How did, <laughs> it's,
0: <laughs> what? It's like they, they took the the weirdest parts of their full lengths and threw it into this EP. If- it's it's crazy. It was crazy good,
1: and th- but this was after this was after like Family Man, and yeah, I mean you know that was weird, and for whatever that's worth, and people were pissed about that, and they just like doubled down on it, and then did this. <laughs> and it's like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I I don't yeah, know. Was I was so... I was just shocked.
0: I was totally taken off, taken you know, caught off guard. It was it was wild. It was great. It was really, really great. It
1: was. It was good. It
0: was good. I would definitely get this on vinyl. I keep me. I kept meaning to look up like what albums I wanted on vinyl on Discogs, but That's, I didn't get a lot of these for under twenty bucks.
1: I mean, you, like you can get like like repressings of these, but I guarantee you, dude, some of these like original like seven inches of these oh, EPs shit, go for dude. I know they're probably so much fucking money. It's irritating. Yeah, it's stupid.
0: <laughs> stupid money. I'm sure. But Dumb no, I, I I don't care. I'll get a repress. I'll get a fucking repress for twenty bucks, worth it. So as okay. long as I have it, as long as I can listen to it, I don't give a fuck.
1: Yeah, there's like three. But, there's like three or four things I would I would definitely. I'm going to start looking
0: for now. I think I I would pretty much get everything. When it comes to the albums, I would get my top five on vinyl, bottom two I would not get. And then EP wise, I would only I would probably just get the my top three. So the process, six pack, and then jealous again would be the only ones I get the EPs of. But the full lengths, I get most I'd get most of them on, on vinyl. Five of the seven on vinyl. But anyway, let's let's get into yeah. that then. What do you got for the uh the worst or the least best black flag record, number seven? What do you got?
1: Uh in my head. This is their sixth album, eighty five. Um mm-hmm. To me, this was weird. I I didn't I didn't understand it. It was like this kind of post hardcore sound. It was heavy and chuggy, but then a little goofy at times. And it was like it wasn't bad. It was just very. It was very okay. It was very mm-hmm. boring. Nothing really stood out. There wasn't much for me to hate. There wasn't. There was nothing for me to like. It was very. It was very warm. It was Luke. No, 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 I don't like using that. It was very Qui Gon warm. <laughs> That's what it was.
0: <laughs> I
1: don't like using because I don't like using lukewarm because that's not that's not fair. Yeah, put, that's, yeah. that's not, not fair. fair to Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. so it's, this was very Qui Gon warm.
0: Okay, forgettable. I don't know why you're such Qui Gon hater? But that's fine because he's overrated. <sighs> no. At the least, do you remember? You remember when the I was out there last? Least. We were trying to figure out the 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 theory that we had come up with the prior time I was out,
1: I still think it had something to do I, with why Darth Maul was somewhere at some. Time. It had
0: to, it had to do with Darth Maul and Qui Gon, but I don't remember what it was. But I think it it put Qui Gon in a better light for you, so you ended up liking him more.
1: I don't know. I've been I've been hating Qui Gon for a long time. It, it, I know it had to have been a really Fuck. good theory.
0: I wish I could remember that theory Because it was perfect It was a perfect theory <laughs> A perfect oh, theory? It <laughs> was a perfect theory Yeah <laughs> I don't throw uh, that term out very often But um, Okay, so that was your Number seven was In My Head yeah. What was your favorite song of this one? I, I didn't the have DVD. a favorite
1: song Didn't care didn't, Okay No
0: Alright uh, So my least favorite Um, I really didn't like this record I know I, I know what I, it is What is it? It's Family
1: Man For sure 100 percent no it's not family man no no it's not fucking way it's not family man it's not
0: family man what is it it's when i okay when i listened to this i was like dude i really hope the rest of the discography is not like this because i was just like i was bummed it's my war their second record
1: wow
0: i just i did not like this i i even went back and listened to it after you know listening to the everything else i thought you could i'll go back to it see if i if i dislike it as much and i'd still like It's those guitar tones. They're so muffled. They just sound terrible. This is like when he really was, when Greg Ginn was really going for it and trying to do something weird with his guitar playing, but it was it was messy to the point of just being bad. Like he's a very messy guitar player, but it's okay. Like it it has its charm. It has its place. But this this was just it was bad. It was really slow. It was very sludgy. It's just, it was a mess. It was a fucking mess of a record. I just did not like it. I, I don't have, I don't have a favorite off this one.
1: I'm just fucking surprised just that do it for me. that my fan, or family man is not your worst. Why? It's, it's, come on, Tyler.
0: <laughs> come on. <laughs> I mean, may, I mean, who knows where it's at? But I,
1: I, I'm fucking surprised not your worst. It's probably your second worst though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so after after my, my worst album, I put four EPs. I put I Can See You, Nervous Breakdown, Minute Flag, Jealous Again, and then I ranked my second worst black flag, which even if somebody gave me EPs. even if somebody gave me like an original pressing in this, I'd probably still purge it because I just don't I don't like this. I don't want to go back to it. Oh god. Um, it? But my war. It, yeah. I, okay, yeah. Looks it was good. It just it was stupid. It sounded dumb. And and like my 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 biggest problem with this is side A, like the punk side. Like side B slowed things yeah. down and became heavy and, and really fucking good. And people hated it. People shit all over it and said there was too metal and fucking they're not punk anymore. And like they're already selling out, what, fucking <laughs> less than a year after their first. So it's just shut up. Like My Warrior is just, it's just an extension of their first album. And they tried to do something a little what bit if- different. Yeah, dude. My absolutely my War is just it's just a a, a, a little bit. I, I don't want to say polished because it's definitely not polished, but it's an extension. It sounds of, terrible. It's 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 an extension of their first album where they wanted to get a little bit more experimental but didn't know quite how to do it. And I think I think Greg Ginn is not like I mean he's nothing to write home about guitar wise, but no. I I think that he. His his tenacity, like his his am- ambitiousness, is what really drives this band forward. And my war was just, it was two different records. Side A and side B were totally different, and it just it had no, it had no purpose. It had no, what do you call it? It had no soul to it. There was that just didn't make any sense. It was too disjointed. I didn't understand it. Didn't like it. And I did like side side B though. Like the side B was like I said, the metal side, the the slower, the chuggier. The non-traditional yeah, but it, punk side, but, but it, it still was didn't, too.
0: It, it was too messy. It wasn't. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like, no, it just yeah, it, it didn't sound good.
1: Much. Yeah, I mean that's why it's my second to last. It, I don't think any of this sounded good. It was. It was. It was like if you and I were to write something like this and then record it like the day we decided to write it. It's just sloppy. <laughs> yeah, it's just true. fucking dumb. It's. I don't know. Mm. This should have been like an EP. Like mm. this should have been split up into two EPs, and that would have been. Yeah, fine. I could see that.
0: Yeah. That would probably would probably would have been better. Still not enough to buy the EP, but yeah, okay. So you don't have a favorite on this one either. I do. I like Three Nights. Three Nights was on the the
1: second side. Um, okay. I like when Rollins does spoken word stuff, man. And and that would that song had had it like, you know, the the second side was nothing but like five or six minute songs, and for the middle part of two minutes was just kind of Rollins
0: talking, and it was
1: it was cool. I dig it. I like
0: it. Okay. All right. Would never so buy my, it. uh No, yeah, definitely would never buy My War. I would, like I, like you, if I had it, if I got it for free, I would purge it. I would definitely purge it. I would not keep it. Um, so my my number six is In My Head. So we just kind of switched what is our, going on? our bottom two. So, yeah, In My Head, their sixth record, um, their, their last of the Rollins era full lengths. And this this one is just, it takes a little bit from every album and it just, but it doesn't, it doesn't really, it didn't wow me in any, in any aspect. It didn't wow me on the, the craziness. It didn't wow me on the hardcore punk stuff. Nothing really stood out. Like it just kind of like trudged along kind of did its thing, but that was it. Uh, I mean, the one song out of this world was good. It was just like a good straight up punk song. Like this was like a throwback to the Keith Morris era. I felt maybe Ron Reyes era. Like it was just more of a punk song and and it was really good. That was a really good one. But yeah, overall, it wasn't just, wasn't a very, it's not a bad record, but I would never buy it. Never go out of my way to buy it. Just so forgettable. I might keep it. If it, if it was free, I would keep it. Dang. But I would never, I, w- I wouldn't purge it because it, it's not a bad record, but I would never buy it. Ever buy it. Okay. So that's my number six. What do you got for right. number five? Uh, Number five So
1: in between My War Which was my number six I put TV Party For the EP Six Pack For the EP And then I put My number five And my number five Is Loose Nut Their fifth album (laughs) From May Which is five Of 1985 Look at all those fives Weird
0: That's a lot of fives That's some Illuminati
1: stuff Right there That's probably like Freemasonry You know Stuff like that Something's gonna happen (laughs) And then I'll blame it on this That's what Mm -hmm. we do uh, yeah. Loose Nut. This was, I don't know. This was kind of cool. It was, it was, it was more like the traditional punk sound. Uh, this, this is like damaged, but with better production and f- and f- more fleshed out songs. But in doing so, they're getting rid of some of the aggression. And I don't, mm. I don't hate this album. I don't have a favorite song. I don't hate this album. I like it overall. But I just think that they took some of the the personality out of the band with this album.
0: Is it Loose Nut or Loose Nuts? I don't know. I think it's Loose Nuts. Loose Nuts. These Nuts. This is and Futs. Uh, my number 5 is uh Slip It In. Their fourth record. Uh this one I cannot it, this is a really, really good. Family record. man
1: is so high for you. I just I'm this fucking is, blown away.
0: <laughs> this is a really good record. I really liked it. Um but it is it's it's an extension of the second half of family man like it's it's all the the weird wonky long instrumental parts but with a lot of rollins too and it's just but it it needs to be more concise like it was really good but if it was a little bit shorter or the songs were a little bit shorter and it would have been better for me but it's still it's still a solid record i would definitely go out and buy it, it for a decent price cheap price Um, but there were just so many better records than this one. And, uh, I don't have a favorite off this one, not to say that anything's bad because nothing was bad on it. Nothing grossed me out. It was just, it was a good record through and through. It was a good, good one, but I'd rather listen to family man or another one of their, their more hardcore related records. (laughs) So that's, that's my number five is slip it in. So what do you got for number four?
1: Uh, yeah. Are you joking my ass right now? Are you, really, are you really putting Family Man in your top four?
0: Why are you so obsessed with Family Man?
1: Because the first half of it is is the the bane of your existence. You're fucking, <laughs> you're kryptonite. Like, what you <laughs> fucking absolutely hate in music is half How of that album. How do you know album. I hate it? I, How do you know I hate it? You hate all spoken word. You hate all poetry. You hate all do things I? that are lyric based and no music and just some dude fucking <laughs> ranting and raving and not even in a good quality <laughs> production standpoint either at times
0: uh maybe that was its charm i don't know we'll see uh
1: i dude, I'm, all, I'm i'm all over the place now you got me you got me <laughs> like did, Tears for fears got me <laughs> oh my god
0: no, almost not good okay number well, that, number that 4 that song is not good but, number okay, 4 yeah. get the fuck out It's not
1: you. good number 4 um I would no. I would probably buy all of these actually. If if I saw this because I really enjoyed this, I was really surprised at how fucking amazing this was. But their last one, right? Like what the? Oh yeah, yeah. what the? Their their last one, 2013. Fucking centuries after their their sixth album came out, and <laughs> twenty
0: eight years, I think, right? Or twenty five years?
1: Yeah, it was something like, like that. Yeah, dude, it was. I mean, it might as well have been like hundred years.
0: <laughs> so it, yeah, so
1: weird. Is what like what a pleasant surprise though. Overall, with with little expectations I had, and and this one just just made me really happy. I was I was just really excited. It was really it was a really good punk record, and it wasn't like too complex. Mm-hmm. And like these guys have grown as musicians, and and you know like they've gotten better at their instruments, and they could write a more complex punk's you know album, and and trying to get a little bit more technical with their solos and do a little bit more drum fills that are. You know, not the same drum fills they would do when they're 16, but they kept it simple, but not like too simple to where it was stupid and just a reiteration of like Damage or their early albums. It was it was like a perfect combination of their entire like existence as a band. It was so damn good. And I love, I fucking love Ron Reyes on vocals. If it wasn't for <laughs> Ron's spoken word stuff, Ron Reyes is my favorite <laughs> vocalist for Black Flag.
0: Really easy, interesting, easy, huh? Wow, you're one of those people, huh? I am one of those people. Damn.
1: Um, but I, I like the song "Go Away" from from what what the. I like the song "Go Away." <laughs> I mean, much like in in punk fashion, you just you just repeat a chorus like that. Go away, go away, mm. and that's gonna be catchy. But you know, this had a rad bass line. And it was cool. And I don't it know. It does, yeah. I don't, just, to, just to still do the same thing after, I mean, that sounds horrible, but still do the same thing after <laughs> f- fucking, what, 30? I think or how long we've been alive, essentially. Maybe a couple yeah, years. <laughs> well, like a decade before we were born. But almost as long as we've been alive, or 40 years, like these guys doing the same thing. And, and to put out an album, like what the, for so long after, it's just, it's impressive. And to keep this energy to keep the passion I think is, is something to be admired.
0: It almost reminds me of like Van Halen getting back with David Lee Roth and putting out that record. Like it was a solid record. Like it it wasn't bad at all, but it just didn't do, it wasn't as great as everything, everything David Lee Roth had done before with Van Halen, but it was still a solid output (laughs) 35 years later. Yes. You know? So that's kind of how I thought about this record. Like dude, Ron Reyes with, with, with Greg, on guitar, like it, it was still a great combination. Like they kind of picked up where they left off in nineteen seventy nine or eighty, whenever that EP came out.
1: Just it was just fun, man. Just like a bunch of guys who who had forgotten why they they started Black Flag in the first place got together. Yeah. Like a fucking movie, dude. This is like a movie. It's like a movie <laughs> when a bunch of guys like were in a band and then went their separate ways, but then met up one day at like some kid's bar mitzvah or or like a, a quinceanera or something, and then they all went to the garage and they picked up the instruments (laughs) and they got back together, baby. That'd be good. That'd be a good movie.
0: It would be a movie. That's for sure. (laughs) Oh God. Okay. So what the, is your number four, right? Yeah. All right. So my number four is loose nuts. These nuts, uh, the fifth record, this one is, it's really good. I, I was very surprised by it because it's, it not very like wanky or sloppy it has its moments but overall it's like it's not a hardcore punk record like damaged was or it's just it's this weird like almost it's just upbeat punk but it do, it's not like super overly angry not super overly wanky like i said like it's just it's a really it was a really good listen and my favorite song is best one yet it's more of a, like a it's a fun punk song. I don't know some really catchy, catchy drum parts, some good, some really great fills. I like the vocals a lot. It's it's a really fun record, really really fun record. I, I was very surprised by this one, like being so late within that era of the band and everything I heard up until then. I was very, very, very surprised by this one. How much I enjoyed it. So okay. loose nuts is my loose number four. Loose nuts,
1: loose nuts and what got for
0: Yes, they do. <laughs> So what do you got for number three?
1: Uh, so before three, in between four and three, I had a night late this week and then the process of weeding out. But I almost okay. put the process of weeding out right above um, my third. My third's damaged, the, the album of the week.
0: Okay. All right. So then I guess we won't talk about that right now. That's low. That's low. It's still higher than I thought you were going to put it, but it's still very low.
1: It's, it's, uh, it's in the right spot.
0: Well, that's debatable. That's a fact. I'm I'm glad you didn't put you know the EP above it. I'm very happy about that. I almost did though. I'm glad you didn't. I'm very glad you didn't. So my number three is their seventh record. What the with what Ron the Reyes? Fuck? Like we were just like we were just talking about. It. I mean, this is just you got to
1: be joking my ass.
0: This is just a good punk record, a really really good punk re- record. Like we were talking about it 30 years later, and uh, and there, I think there's like what 21 or 22 songs on this record, and it's just. I I wasn't bored at all. It was just a lot of fun. The, the production's really weird on it. I can't I can't place like what's going on with the sounds, like with the base the bass tones. I, it, it doesn't sound right, but it doesn't sound bad. There, there's something very very unusual about this record, but I cannot figure out what it is. But it's it was really good. I was really 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 surprised, and um, and then of course you know. Greg's, you know, reputation is that he hates everybody in this band, so that's why they've had 30 fucking members. So they so originally Ron Reyes quit the band in the 70s because he didn't like all the fighting and violence at the show so he quit mid-show. And then when the second time around when he was in the band, Greg fired him on stage in the middle of a show because they were fighting with each other, and then Mike Vallee, the the skateboarder came up, finished the set and now he's been the singer ever since. So Ron Reyes has left the band twice under the same circumstances, essentially like on stage in the middle of a show. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's stupid.
1: This band is ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Very ridiculous. But I, I do like that, that Rollins n- has never reunited with them. I do like that. It's very jello of him Yeah. where he him. refuses to get back together with the original band. I do respect that, but no, what does really good, uh, my favorite song is like you go away. Best song. and what really stood out with me on this song you may i I don't know if you remember or you may have to go back and listen but his poway accent i mean it's like really (laughs) it's like tom DeLong, marble mouth full-blown poway accent like i i couldn't i could this is like the only song where he really had that accent and i thought it was so funny i but it was so good like that poway accent totally worked for him and uh it was very strange but it was it was a good song great album so that's my uh that's my number three is what the and fans hate it black flag fans fucking hate this record so black, Fag- black flag
1: them. fans are stupid They're <laughs> it fucking. seems that way dude, right? they're fucking dumb like <laughs> like they oh my god they're so stupid like everything about them is just awful they hate like everything they do everything black flag yeah. does they hate but <laughs> not know. only do they hate but
0: then they get violent and it's just like I know. that's I don't their know. whole history is wild, so stupid. <sighs> Truly is. So, what do you got for your number
1: two? Number two, slip it in. This is their okay. their fourth album. Um, I think this is a good mix of, of everything that they've been doing. It just it shows it shows how much this band had grown, but still kept the energy and the angst. And I think um, I, like this sounds like a band that grew up, but is still having fun. That's still, mm-hmm. That still that hasn't forgotten their roots. I guess. Like there's, it's just, okay. it's, um, it's, it's good. It's a good representation. And I, it's, you know, it's, I thought that this was like the more popular outside of, of a couple tracks from Damage. I thought this was going to be the more popular of their albums. I don't think that it no. is at this point. No, but, definitely not. But besides Damage, I think this is their most popular album.
0: Maybe. I, I based, I think, strictly on the, the album cover. But whatever. The bars. It's good though.
1: The bars, the song, yeah. the song is cool because it shows how much like Greg Ginn has grown, because his solo is way more technical than we've ever heard from him. But it's mm-hmm. still, but he can still dumb it down to like that punk sound by just hitting those single notes. I down, 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 and then wanking. So still incorporating like those two things, I think mm-hmm. is 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 rad because when you when you're first soloing as as a punker you're You're not very good, you're very fucking sloppy, and so you used a lot of those single notes to kind of drive the solo forward to to bring it back around to when the singer can come in or the drummer can pick it up again. but I think in slip it in they they found they found like their their best musicianship, but not like their best songwriting
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, the songs are just a little too long that's that's really the the drawback of that record is that the songs are a little too long? Not if, songwriting,
1: if if Aldo still has this, because he was selling it for sixty, but it's like an OG copy, straight straight out eighty four baby. <laughs> so if I can if I can make some money this weekend, I'm, I might buy this dude. I might pick it up. Really? Wow. Holy shit! I mean, he'll probably he yeah. probably hook it up for like fifty bucks, and
0: that's not that's not terrible for for an original of a band this influential. That's not bad. Yeah. When fucking AfI sing the sorrows going for five hundred, yeah, it's not bad that's annoying. Yeah. I don't know. I brought that up. I don't know why I brought that up. It just makes me so mad. Cuz
1: it's annoying. It's so stupid. It's just, it, just, it means nothing and it's it, yeah. there's no reason for
0: it. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh so that was your number 2. So my number 2 is family man. Oh man. This one this one fucking surprised me. Like much like you being surprised that I like it so much. It I don't know. Like, I, I'm not a fan of spoken word, but Henry Rollins has a he has a way of talking that really just draws me in. I don't know what it is, can't explain it, but I I listen. I listen. It was good, and <laughs> I even text you. <laughs> I even text you this week. I I said like, is this whole record just all spoken word? Because I was like five tracks in, and it was just there's no no instruments, and I thought yeah. okay this is Rollins, you know, this is what he does. But then I like, I ended up really liking it. I went back and listened to this record a couple times. I really liked this record. It was fantastic. And just having, having half of the album spoken word, half of the album instrumental. And then the, the track in the center is, is both of the, is, is an actual song, but it's like an eight minute song of just wanking and him spoke and him doing spoken word. It was great. It was fantastic. I loved, I loved it all. Like I would, I, I really want this record on vinyl. Really, really want this on vinyl. So it was great. My favorite song is the last, I think it's the last song, The Pups Are Dogging It. <laughs> uh, it's one of the instrumental ones, obviously. Uh, dude, this one just kind of like blew me away that not only is the guitar super wanky and kind of messy, but that walking bass line throughout parts of it is just, oh, dude, it, it gets me. It, I was so like entranced by that song, by this entire record, honestly. I really got nothing bad to say about Family Man. It's through and through a fantastic record, and I'm I'm just as surprised as you. I really I, I just I can't believe I liked it as much as I did.
1: I thought for sure when because when you texted me asking if it was all spoken word, I'd already listened to it. Yeah, and I knew as I was listening, I was like, "Oh, Tyler's gonna fucking hate this. He's gonna think it's awful." <laughs> and so when you texted me, I I, I was like, uh, "It was confirming to me. It was vindication for myself." <laughs> And so I was like, "Yep, yeah, he fucking he, there's no way he likes this because <laughs> not only is it spoken word, but some of the spoken word is like like live, and he like recorded yeah. it himself, and it's just horrible quality.
0: Yeah, you s- could tell he was like at a at like a small club or something like that, and he had like a tape recorder in the back, and have him just like talking into a microphone. You could barely hear him at points; like you could hear the chatter of people around more than you can hear him speaking sometimes at points." But there was, there that was. was
1: good. I mean, that's my that, that's my favorite. That's my favorite Black Flag album. I think that's that's their best. Yeah. And so I, I there's just something really earnest about what Henry Rollins brought to this band. This band went from being just a typical fucking run of the mill punk band. Just, I mean, there was nothing special about them until really Rollins stepped up and started helping write music and rewriting some old songs and just being like a front man and permit forcing everybody else to do better because Rollins brought this, like this energy, but also brought this seriousness and had it not been for Rollins, this band maybe would have gotten goofier as time went on and gotten a little more, a little more self deprecating. And so I, I I think like Rollins is, is the best thing that ever happened to this band, but there's just something really earnest about this and and hearing him speak, even though I think he sounds really goofy, when he talks and I, I giggle sometimes. I just think it's, yeah. I think it's really cool that he, he writes a poem about what it's like to be a fucking rat. And it's that was just,
0: my favorite. That was my favorite track. Favorite spoken word track was the rat one.
1: And it was just it, like, dude, it's so stupid. It's so fucking dumb, but it was so like eloquently written. And I, yeah, I felt compassion for her rat. like, I mean, I've always liked Ratatouille. That's my favorite Pixar movie. <laughs> so i never hated rats, but it's, it's just, who writes a song about a fucking rat and
0: just that's? Well, no, it, it was like to me, it was like the him comparing like poverty-stricken or poor people, how we treat poor people. We treat poor people the same way we treat, we treat rats, right? So that's kind of what I was getting from it. So just like that, like it was, it was such a simple idea and such a simple concept, like you said. But it's the way he he projects it and presents it to the audience is just, dude. I was just, I was entranced. Like I, w- I this entire that entire record, I was just. Like I, I kept thinking, like after the spoken word part ended and it was instrumental, I was thinking, dude, I gotta get more into like his spoken word stuff, like his stuff in the late eighties. Like that's all he did was spoken word in the yeah. late eighties. And now I just like really wanna get into that. I'm super I'm like invested. Like I, I'm gonna after this week, I, I'm I'm going out and like listening to more Henry Rollins. Maybe I totally dug it.
1: Maybe Henry Rollins will be like the turning point in your in your your poetry career. And maybe you'll have newfound respect for some of the big guns that have come out before Henry Rollins.
0: (laughs) Isn't that, that's like so adolescent too. That's so 13 year old right there. Like Henry Rollins, like getting you into poetry. Like it's, it's so basic and simple, but
1: no, what's, what's truly adolescent is to never get into it is to, is to put it off entirely forever. That's truly adolescent. That's
0: true. That's true. That's true.
1: Okay. Buddy boy, don't sell yourself short.
0: All right. Well, I, I'm I'm definitely interested in it. So I'm I'm stoked to get more into just Henry Rollins in general. Like I was reading, I just quickly read through his stuff, and he's. I mean, I always thought he was. He's very outspoken, obviously, but he's had some fucked up things happen to him in his life yeah. that I never knew about. Like yeah. his his friend that he lived with was shot in the face right next to him. Yeah. And then he did something really weird. Like, I guess yeah, it's weird. Like he, where his friend died, he collected the bl- the soil the the blood in the soil, and he keeps it in his house. It's. I mean, that's.
1: I don't know. This is a way of coping. But like it, you watch a lot of crime shows by, you know, because you have to, I guess. But like people do weird shit when when people die. Yeah. Like people people deal with things differently, and that's. I mean, it's weird and bizarre, but it's not that weird.
0: Yeah, it's just I was I was surprised, and you know the how he was molested as a child, grow, or growing like multiple times growing up, and how he's never been in in, in any sort of relationship. Well, that's, that's right. Why he doesn't. Has- he's
1: never going to have kids, and he doesn't ever want to have kids, just because. Yeah. I mean, for take it for what it's worth. But I mean, that that type of childhood trauma that he went through, even though he would never do it, you think, and so it's. But that's just that's just where he's at. His mind doesn't want to bring kids into this world because of what happened to him, and that's that sucks that he can't like break the two things apart. But yeah. you also can't like blame him for thinking that way.
0: And I mean, I, we'll talk about it on the Damaged episode because that one, uh, there, there's like one or two songs on there that I feel like directly correlate with his current life and, and stuff like that and just how he's, his personal life throughout the years. So, yeah. So, I mean, do you got anything else on Family Man since, that you're, since that's your favorite?
1: No, that's, uh, that's it.
0: Okay. So, yeah. So my favorite is Damaged. So I'm not going to get into that. Uh, So stay tuned for the main episode because yeah, we're getting into Black Flag's debut album. So listen right now. That's it. That's all. Dave Jeffy.